0: Welcome to Business Pants We are Free Float We are Matt, Ari, Jesse, Damian today's podcast Business Pants Corporate Theater Let me hand it off to our MC And get the show going Our corporate theater players this week all the extraordinary Courtney Cook, Phil Hawk, Ashley Kutter, and the titan of all things funny, Mark McGee. Each week, the hardworking crew here at Business Pants and Free Float will rip actual business news headlines from reputable news sources and hand those very real headlines directly over to our Business Pants corporate theater company, who will then dramatize and satirize the stories so that the world can finally enjoy and, yes, Maybe even understand the business news. This week on the show, we have two pieces exploring the leadership transition at Netflix. America's biggest and baddest and most important drug dealer. We also have a wonderful conversation between a male CEO and his female CFO, where the man teaches the woman how to do her job better. Don't you just love stuff like that? I sure do. So let's get going, shall we? This first piece... Introduces our delightful CEO Conscience Fairy that we call Bert. Bert helps Netflix founder Reed Hastings become a better man. Reed is transitioning to executive chair and leaving his beloved streaming empire. In the hands of his co-CEOs, Ted Sarandos and Greg Peters. But Reed is clearly feeling quite bitter about it. So our CEO Conscience Fairy, Bert, swoops in to save the day.
1: All right, let me see how this sounds. To whom it may concern, after creating a revolutionary way to access and enjoy video, movies, and television that forever changed how the entire world watches video, and after 25 years of uncompromising leadership that led this company through the uncharted frontier of video subscription and streaming and made Netflix the absolute pinnacle of the future of entertainment, I have decided to give in to the pathetic "'whimpers of the Weasley Board of Directors "'and pass the sacred torch of chief executive officer "'to two corporate lapdogs, Ted Sarandos and Greg Peters. "'Like other defeated genius company founders "'Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos, "'I will reluctantly succumb to the ceremonial position "'of executive chairman. "'Whatever. Have fun destroying all that I made.' Love, Reed Hastings. Oh, uh, P.S. Fuck you.
2: Perfect. Sending? I got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Hold on there, cowboy. You can't send that. What?
1: Oh, no, uh, I don't need another visit from you right now. I really don't. Whoa
2: there, comrade. I'm pretty sure we've never met.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Are you not the annoying specter of Philip Seymour Hoffman that visits me at the worst possible times?
2: Uh, no, I'm not. That's pretty fucked up, if I must say. Well, who the hell are you? I, my bitter narcissistic friend, am the CEO Conscious Fairy. But you can call me Bert.
1: Uh-huh. I know that's you, Hoffman. That... Horrid maroon bedazzled tutu is not gonna fool me.
2: I'm not Philip Seymour Friggin Hoffman, I'm the CEO Conscious Fairy. And lay off me tutu, me mum made that with her own four hands. Oh my god, why are you here? Why do you think I'm here, you inflated corporate gas bag? I'm here to give you a conscience.
1: (laughs) A conscience? Oh, you mean like Jiminy Cricket from uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, which is currently showing exclusively on Netflix. You're welcome.
2: Oh, what a shameless plug that was. But yeah, I guess I'm somewhat like him. Del Toro's version is a bit darker than the actual Jim, though. He's really a very sweet guy and one hell of a snooker player. (laughs) He's a
1: character from a fairy tale that doesn't exist.
2: I just spent four hours with him in a Turkish bath, so I can tell you Jiminy Cricket absolutely does exist. But enough of this useless banter. I'm here because you cannot by any means send that horribly written mess of a statement you just wrote. Oh yeah? What are you going to do about it? You hit that send button and I'll turn your pecker into an order choke. How do you even think of something like that? It's a gift from the gods! Now listen, I'm here to help you turn this monstrosity of a press release into something more pleasantly professional. Removing all that anger and bitterness... Executive changes are a normal part of business, and there's no need to make the employees and shareholders feel uneasy about these current changes.
1: Okay. The truth is, Phil...
2: Bert! My name is Bert.
1: Bert. I don't want to step down. Okay? I built this company 25 years ago. Wrong! Huh. Wrong.
2: Right. Wrong! All you founders think you miraculously created companies out of clay, all by your lonesomes. No one does that. You may have had an idea, but you always needed others to make that idea reality. That's something all of you big-headed puss buckets never remember. Well, well... Well, uh, so you know what else we're going to change? We're going to make sure you give these two men their due. Tell everyone the good they have done to help Netflix prosper. Can you do that, Puss Bucket? Oh, jeez. Can you? Yes.
1: Yes, I can do that.
2: Good. And we're going to cut out all these sophomoric labels like corporate lapdogs and Weasley Ball of Directors and that profanity. You sound like a fucking prick when you talk like that, Reed. I'm mad, Bert. I'm... T-
1: I'm just mad. I don't want to step down, okay? I don't want to be an executive chairman. I want to still be CEO and not just co-CEO. I mean, what the hell is a co-CEO anyway? If you can't be a CEO
2: alone, you just, you don't deserve the title at all. Uh, I don't want to be an executive chairman. I still want to be CEO, but not co-CEO. Jesus, what a pathetic toddler with a full diaper you are. You've had the reins for a quarter of a century, you greedy little wanker. It's time to pass it on to someone else. You've had a great run and made a lot of money. Say, what exactly is your current net worth right now, Reed Hastings? I don't pay attention. What is it? Three
1: billion. Somewhere around three billion.
2: Three billion dollars. That's a good chunk of change, Reed. And it ain't over. You get another $35 million this year as executive chairman. That's a pretty good gig there, Reid.
1: But, but these new changes, like ad-supported streaming and, and placing firmer restrictions around password and account sharing, I, I never wanted those,
2: and I was very vocal about it. Now I have to act like I'm happy about them. Oh, poor Reed Hastings doesn't like change. Think of all those unsuspecting video store chains that said the same thing when you came along and made them obsolete. That was progress. Those chains were always headed for
1: extinction. I mean, I was just the one that got it rolling. It could have been anyone that started it, really, but it was inevitable.
2: Exactly. Change is a normal but sometimes jarring part of corporate life. These ideas you protested, I see those as inevitable also. After you are almost screwed the pooch with those lost subscriptions and stock price drop last year. The company needs those changes right now. So how about you gallantly step aside and let others take a shot? <sighs> yeah, I guess. You got a lot to be proud of and a lot to be happy about, Reed Hastings. Though truthfully, I don't know how you live with yourself for killing Blockbuster and virtually every other video rental business.
1: Wait, you just said that change was good
2: but sometimes jarring. To be forever remembered as the greedy bastard that toppled a lovely communal place where everyone could go on a Friday or Saturday night and see what the newest video releases were and get excited about finding just the right video. And chatting with helpful and knowledgeable employees about their favorite films that you probably never heard of. And discovering films by recommendation from fellow customers and then grabbing up some popcorn and movie candy and looking forward to all the new releases that were coming out next week. And just looking forward to experiencing the joy of the home video store experience, which gave all the comforts of your favorite local bar. You erased all of that, Reed Hastings. It must be hard to get over that.
1: Um, yeah. I never thought of it that way. I mean, I did. Shit.
2: All right, let's say we have a cup of tea, sit down and have a nice rewrite.
1: (sighs) Sure. That's fine. We'll have a nice rewrite.
2: Oh, I just got a text from Jiminy. He'd love to help us and he'll bring some scones. Sure. Scones. Perfect. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. (laughs) A lovely bunch of coconuts. There they are, standing in a row. Big one,
0: small one, some as big as your head. Give them a twist, a flick of the wrist, That's what the showman said. I forgot the lovely... For our second Business Pants Corporate Theatre Sketch of the Day, we peek into the C-suite at Graxon Corporation, where the CEO is teaching the CFO how to do her job better. Let's listen in, shall we?
2: Stinson, Stinson, where is that copy? I need the text for the annual report in my office. We need to get this done.
1: Coming, sir. Just wrapping it up. Got
2: it. Sir, I have the copy you asked for.
1: Come in! It's done, sir. Here you go. Your discussion essay for the annual report. I think the investors will really, really...
2: Uh, Look, Stinson, you're a really great CFO, really. I I mean, you dress really well, and it's nice to say we have a woman in management who isn't just the head of human resources, but you really need to work on your writing skills.
1: I'm not sure I understand, sir. I did a second minor in comparative literature and writing... Because majoring in applied mathematics and minoring in behavioral economics didn't seem like enough. I thought I was, uh... uh
2: the sentence here, for instance, Graxton Corporation's net income for the fiscal year-end was $200 million. It's so cold. It's so clinical. Aren't you supposed to be, I don't know, nurturing?
1: But that was our net income. I mean, how would you make a fact nurturing?
2: Ugh, you got a lot to learn. 200 million just sounds so small this way, and I don't know, impotent? Flaccid? You see what I'm saying? (laughs) How is a number flaccid? Try this, and I'm just spitballing here, but what about Graxon Corporation's capital flows included enormous tailwinds resulting in a favorable monetary position offset by manageable headwinds from recurring expenditure and future-proofing the company with positive net returns to our shareholders.
1: But, sir, there are no numbers in what you said. And what's an enormous tailwind?
2: Like I said, I'm spitballing, but I want things like the economy and foreign currency exchanges and interest rates. Those kinds of words. So, not how much we made last year. Oh, you're not getting it. Yes, how much we made last year. The enormous amount of stuff we made last year. Uh, I, um... You see, you're using a number to convey an amount. I'm expressing the amazing work we do here. You can't capture work with a number. That's not the way numbers work.
1: But it's an annual report for the company. That's exactly how...
2: No, 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 no. Look, if you can't do the job, I'll find someone else who can. Maybe somebody black. That would really look good for us. Okay.
1: Apologies. Maybe you could just give me some pointers and I will...
2: All right, here's what I'm going to do. I want you to use the following words to describe how much money we made last year for this report. Take all this down. All right. Headwind. Okay. Tailwind. Tailwind, sure. Left wind. Left wind? What's a Accrative. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Depreciate. Sure. Environment.
1: You mean like the earth or market
2: or Net zero. So earth. Neutral. Okay. Medium. Mm, I guess. Anomalous. I mean. Flaccid. How would I even use? Th- Engorge. Okay,
1: that is just... Fulminate. Wait, wait, doesn't that mean violent protest? Trifurcate. Okay, that's not even a word.
2: Diversity. What are we describing? And finally, nematode. Sir, a nematode is a type of worm. How are we... Thank you, Stinson. We're done here. Before
0: I get to our final sketch of the program, let me once again thank our Business Pants Corporate Theater. In alphabetical order, they are Courtney Cook, Philip Hawk, Ashley Kutzer, and Mark McGee. Our last piece brings us back to the leadership transition at Netflix. We are very happy to present to you a snippet from the conversation between Netflix co-CEO Ted Sarandos and Netflix's in-house corporate management transition therapist as they discuss the changes in Ted's life. As you will hear tonight, uh, this is only part one of a series. When this first piece ends, Ted begins to talk about his education at Glendale Community College in Arizona. His new co-CEO, Greg Peters, went to Ivy League darling Yale University. So wait until a future episode before we dig into that particular trauma. But enough of this silly prattle. Let's get to the therapy with Netflix co-CEO, Ted Sarandos.
1: Hi, Ted. Hello. Is it okay to call you Ted?
2: Yes. Okay. Yes. Great. Um, my um, my daughter joked today that I was having a TED talk. That's cute. That's funny. Yeah. I don't know why we told her I was coming to this though, but we did.
1: Great. I am Trudy Stickler. I uh, feel free to call me Trudy or or True. (laughs) My friends call me True. So before we begin, this is part of a corporate-wide initiative to provide therapeutic sessions for CEOs as part of a significant transition phase Mm -hmm. during significant role changes. This session will be recorded for HR purposes but will not be shared or disseminated with the public. I'm obliged to tell you this. I'm a licensed psychotherapist. Uh, this is a real therapy session. And yeah, I just, I, I just hope you can feel free to settle into this experience just as you would if this were a therapy initiated on your own.
2: Yeah, all right. I, d- I do have one one thing though. You, you say that this is because of the transition, uh, the recent executive transition. I, I'm the same. I haven't changed. I'm co-CEO. I was co-CEO three years ago. I was co-CEO last week. And I'm co-CEO now. I haven't changed at all. So I, it is a little, I don't know, it's a little strange that I, they asked me to do this. I hear you. I did this three years ago when I changed to co-CEO. But since I didn't change, you know, I'm not CEO. I'm not single CEO. I'm still, I'm still co.
1: Okay, I hear you. I want you to know you're heard, but I also want to draw your attention to who is the other CEO. You are now transitioning from a former co-CEO to a new
2: CEO, am I right? Do you not know how ridiculous that sounds? I'm not transitioning to anything. You're, so you're saying I was, this, I was a co-CEO, and now I'm moving to be a co-CEO.
1: I think the point that I'm trying to make and the point that you are not hearing is that the other... I understand you are a co-CEO, but
2: there are other co-CEOs that you- There's other co-CEOs? How many co-CEOs are there? I only thought there were two. Now, is that why I'm here? Are there tri-CEOs now? Okay. Oh, okay. Quad-CEO? Octo-CEO?
1: We're talking about relationships, Ted.
2: Can I just say one word? Fuck. Can I just say that?
1: You are welcome to say Fuck. whatever words you need to say.
2: Why is the little co? And it's a little co. When they put the when it's when it's written, the title is written. It's a little co next to a big CEO. And how does that? Why make- am I not the big CEO?
1: Okay, I'm. I'm hearing you. I'm. I'm feeling you, as they say.
2: Or Can- why is Greg not the big CEO? Why are we both still co's?
1: What's happening to you on the inside when you self-identify? As co, what feelings are coming up? Let's just name them. Let's just name them. Let's just put them right out there.
2: Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Because it's a, non, it's uh, a non-position. it's a Ted. Co-CEO is a non-position. Ted. It's like vice president. of the, not, not executive but vice president of the United States. It's a nothing position.
1: Are you saying that your position all along here at Netflix was a nothing position?
2: Before I became co-CEO? No, I think I did a lot of good before I became co-CEO, but it's like they didn't want to—they didn't want to trust me with being CEO, so they made me co. Okay. okay. And then when you know when Reed left, I thought for sure, oh, this is it—I'm going to be you know—and no, I was still a co.
1: I think we're zeroing in on something here, Ted. Mm-hmm. You wanted to be CEO.
2: Yeah, I just said that. I wanted to be CEO.
1: And you are not.
2: I'm not CEO. And you're I'm not nothing. I'm nothing.
1: I'm noticing a real absolutist mentality with you. It's it's all or nothing. It's either yes or no. There's no gray area for you is there? It's
2: either black or white. Because okay. that's what it is. What? What is co? Co, CEO is no, is nothing. It's a it's a it's definitely a grayish sort of blob thing it's not a Ted, it's not a real Ted, thing
1: let me ask you this why did you accept the position because I'm going to kill fe-
2: Greg and ultimately be CEO
1: I'm sorry what Oops. was that
2: should I not have said that fuck I'm not going to kill Greg but I don't know I don't know this just happened last week so maybe I should maybe I should maybe I should go I know what it is it's the community college thing, it always has been. We
0: are bored Sabermetrics, and we will be back tomorrow without this silly voice, I promise. And please, go ahead, share this podcast with your pal.